You're listening to part two of a Dear Applicants podcast episode. Check out last week's episode to listen to part one of this interview. Outside of academics, though. Yeah. Um, since I know you have a boxing match to run to after this interview, um, what were you? I knew you. I mean, I know what you were involved in. Yeah. That there were a ton of activities that you were. Yeah. I think that that you were participating in, or not just participating, but leading. What were the most memorable to you from college? Yeah. Ooh. I think. Uh, well, I ha- I have the tattoo on my mm-hmm. arm, so that should tell you something. Um. I have to show to the audience. Why are you showing it to me? I've seen it. There's a tattoo on my arm. Uh, well, I did this in fourth year. It was called, the organization was called Space. Uh, I co-ran with one of my good friends. Uh, it was a dialogue space where we'd invite folks who were interested to speak about uh, gender and other taboo topics um, around sex, sexuality, um, power, um, gender. So topics around those areas and we'd have personal conversations because I think a lot of what we were doing in our classroom was very academically intellectually driven but at some point I felt that there was no intentional space on campus where folks could share how they relate to these academic concepts personally uh, more emotional level, more emotional more interpersonal yeah. level rather than you know the very right brain mm-hmm. thinking so that was definitely the highlight of like kind of kind of ideating the whole concept, actually executing it and then seeing it grow, have like build a full team of folks who wanted to facilitate, who wanted to idea. That was that was really fulfilling. Um, I thought I was going to go down that route professionally, but then things did not work out because of visa stuff in Singapore. Uh, long, long gone now. Um, I might return to it though, we'll see. So that was really important. Um, well, I think definitely another highlight of my college life was I was part of the Bhangra team for all four years. Yeah. My only form of exercise for four years was Bhangra. <laughs> and I used to love the end of semester showcases because we would wear these bright... Oh, yeah, they were gorgeous. Oh, we in, would... in oddly Yale and US-esque colors. Yes, yes. You know, I sourced them. So, like, I would oh, get them purpose. made. Yeah, so oh. the orange and blue, I would get them made in India. And then we would get a shipment like every year or whenever the costumes would be old. So it was actually made from the land of the dance. <laughs> very, very significant, yeah, very yeah. significant for me. That was a highlight. Made some of my my longest lasting friends. Maintaining the culture. The culture, even in Singapore. <laughs> oh, yes. So that was really important for me. Uh, I had a lot of fun. So oh, that was just pure sheer fun every week. That was important. Um I was part, uh, well, I was an RCA, a residential college advisor in my fourth year. Oh, yeah, that was when I was an OGL. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Very fulfilling. In fact, I think it was the RCA job, I mean, doing that job in my fourth year that uh, set me up for my first job as an admissions consultant in Mm. the work world outside of Yale and US. And why do you say that? Well, because when I was working as an RCA, I found a lot of meaning and fulfillment in working one-on-one with folks who were slightly younger than me. So we're not talking about, oh, I wanted to work with like kids. Mm. I don't think I could, I, I, I can't, I can't handle them for more than maybe 30 minutes. But I was like, okay, folks who are just like slightly younger than me uh, are going through things that I have recently gone through uh I can support them in 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 assimilating into the Yale NUS environment because Yale NUS was so close to my heart, still is. Um, I just realized I wanted to work with folks one-on-one, right? Uh, and then 
in Singapore, of course, the easiest way to do that would have been going through the admissions consulting route because that would allow me to work with high school students who were maybe four or five years younger to me, not more than that. And I would help them navigate a process that I had just like recently navigated. So yeah, that was the reason I started kind of applying for these jobs. I actually worked for one and then I moved into client advising at Ivy Prep. So kind of more business side of things. So I guess yeah. two questions over there. What was that experience like actually working with students? How did you, because the admissions, yes, I think you've always been involved in community focused work or yeah. individual focused work, uh, other individuals that is, uh, and of course, building teams as well. Yeah. So I guess my first question would be, well, you had no experience with the admission space, right? So what was breaking into that like? No. Uh, and what was your experience working with students, getting them, getting them into these dream schools that they wanted to go to? A lot of common sense and empathy. Okay. Coupled with good writing. I think that's how I would say it. I don't think it... I think good admissions consulting is good coaching. That's how I see it. You take a student who is very raw, who has all these dreams and aspirations and has done a bunch of stuff the last few years of high school, but really doesn't know how to make sense of it. Should I go to a liberal arts school? Should I go to a research school? Will I be better off in the US? Will I be better off in the UK, right? Well, why is coaching even needed as long as you have good grades, straight A's, anything can, right? This is a trick question, isn't it? You're playing that card with me now. I'm not going to get tricked, John. I trained you. Do not, do not speak like that to your boss. Just kidding. <laughs> it's important. It's important. I think... Uh, yeah, I guess why is like, the... Like, it's really important, right? To, for people to understand why... Having someone, whether it's a family member, whether sure. it's, it's any sort of mentor, yeah. external or, or, you know, within yeah. the family's network to guide someone and mentor them through yeah. the process. Yeah. Because it is more than just numbers. It's, it's more than just numbers and it's more than just writing a personal statement or writing a common app personal essay. I think that whole journey of getting to what is my common app personal essay going to be about? Hmm. How am I going to write the story is very rewarding, very fulfilling but I think when you're 16, 17, you do require, well, not all of them. I think some of the kids I've met far, far, far beyond their years. But like generally, I felt that students could use some form of guidance in framing their own life experiences. So you don't necessarily tell them what to do. You just help them. You facilitate their thinking into giving their abstract ideas some kind of shape and form that can be presented in the form of an essay and then an interview if needed, right? I think that's how I saw my work as an admissions consultant um, when, when, yeah, when I was doing it. Really enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. Uh, but I, uh, like I said, I get bored easily. Um, I, I learned very quickly that my personal growth would be, it would hit a ceiling very quickly because I wasn't necessarily learning anything that I did not already know. It was a very, I was applying the skills that I had. So very quickly into it, um, I realized I wanted a new challenge. So that's when I shifted teams within the same industry and joined the, um, joined Ivy Prep. Advising team here, yeah. Join Ivy Prep. Oh, well, you built the client advising team oh. here, right? Not join. Well, if I had you to build a, how could I not build a great team, Jonathan? <laughs> <laughs> My first team member. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. were the first person in the team after I was uh, promoted. Number two. Always number two. 
Before we continue, I would like to take a quick break to remind you to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review on your favorite platform. Your feedback helps us improve and to reach a wider audience to provide further insight into this arduous journey. Also, if you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at our email linked in the description below. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> so what's, okay. uh, what's your time at Ivy Prep been like? Oh, well, today's my last day, so it's... Uh, it's uh, oh, you'll be missed. It's funny you're asking me uh, this question now. Uh, it's okay to cry. I'm not going okay to I've, cry. I've cried the whole weekend. I, I, I can't. Not on camera, no. Um, I, Ivy Prep, um, I joined it at a very um, uncertain time when um, there was a new management. Uh, there were still discussions of what the vision is going to be. What do we want the company to look like? What direction do we want? to take it in. So I think what was really exciting for me, as you can tell from my history of sort of building teams or doing uh, really challenging projects was, we don't know what we are doing right now, but let's figure it out together. I think that's what my IV prep experience has been like. Um, getting to work with incredible people. I think IV prep, touch wood, I will always, all everyone, like all, everyone in this room right now, I think I... Ivy Prep has done a fantastic job at attracting incredibly brilliant, but incredibly humble people. I think everyone at Ivy Prep is like that. So yes, I think from a, from a more professional side, I got to build so much here. Co-build, I wouldn't say build. I got to co-build so much. I developed relationships with my colleagues that feel more like friendships than profession than profession professional than professional uh, relationships. And the fact that um, I said this yesterday, I have felt that at Ivy Prep I could show up as my authentic self, mm. which sounds really like buzz. I don't know buzzfeedy, but. If I'm having a bad day, I know I can show up to work and not have to pretend like everything is rainbows and unicorns. I can tell my colleagues I need some time off and they'll understand. Uh, but at the same time, if it's like great day, great momentum, let's build this together. And then everyone's like, yeah, let's do it. So I think Ivy Prep's been great. Roller coaster ride, certainly. Um, but just this whole, I've been lucky. I think I've been really lucky that I got to build uh of what I got to build at Ivy Prep. It's been very rewarding. And speaking of um, sort of you looking for new challenges, what comes next? I know you're going to be in Singapore for the next two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and the long-term goal is likely to be grad school, but yeah. uh, in the interregnum. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to be doing? Well, I know what you're going to be doing, but what do you... Is this relevant to the podcast? Well, it's relevant to your life. I guess, yeah. which is what the point of this particular episode is. I mean, well, okay, sure. You could go on and on about college, but okay. there's what more are you to doing that. In life? I, I guess what would, I guess if you want to keep it more on point, uh, and I know it's still decision-making time, but what would you want to be doing at grad school? Or what is the, and I, I know that it's hard for you to have a long-term plan because you're someone who yeah. is attracted by so many different things and may very well switch pathways. So what's yeah. the short to medium term plan? Well, I think the short-term plan is to learn yoga professionally. Thank you. I was fishing for that. Yes, you're welcome. I think I've, uh, yeah, well, that's the plan. I think uh, 
about eight years of my life since I moved to college and then have been working in the work world have been really about the mind. It's really been about intellectual challenges. Uh, but I think I'm at that age, I'm not that old, but still, I feel like I'm at that age where I, <laughs> where I want to explore what training the body uh, holistically could feel like. Yeah, I think the plan is to explore, um, is to go beyond the development of the mind, um, the development of the body and the spirit. I mean, which you've already been doing in the form of boxing, right? Yeah. Boxing has been like well, boxing has been life changing for me. So it's a sort of break to focus on yourself, but also plot what the next steps are. Correct. And correct. I guess you have a year, right, before you're due to go anywhere. More than that, a year and a half before any grad school I, programs I will actually start. This break, a year and I mean, a half. Yeah, you it's eight years since you come to Singapore. Yeah. You've been working for for quite a few now, three with Ivy Prep. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm a big proponent of mini retirements. I'm a huge proponent. I think work, you work, become work, a retiree. I this is my mini retirement. Auntie Pragya, mini retirement. She's gonna be doing yoga. She's gonna be making a chai. She's gonna be living near where she can go on hikes every other day. Uh, but then I also know. Here's the thing. I also know that what I'm stepping into has an expiry date because I am somebody who cannot live without work. So. Uh, I'm saying all of these things now. Check back in. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm like someone I know, who can't live without work. I well, I yeah, it yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, like, I need okay. to be. I need to be in a team. I need to be like building something. I need to be working on something. So yeah, check back in September. How is my? I will. Well, we're gonna going to be seeing each other in September. Oh, that's going to be fun! A Chelsea football what? match. Yes, we will go into for London. a Chelsea match. Yeah, I let's go. Hope that they start winning at that point because they are not doing so well. You know, I don't watch football. I would do this okay. just because anyway. you invited yeah, 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 me, and then we'd bring Serene. Yes, we will take Serene. I would take you for an IPL match, but you live all the way up in. I Britain. don't. I'm not. I don't watch sports. You know, yeah, I sorry, but yeah. I'll, I'll I'll come. I'll in, come in any for case, the... I'm very excited for Thank this you. sort of the life of a, you know, mini re semi-retired <laughs> person that you're going to live. Uh, and I mean, it's been fantastic. Been working with, having you yeah. on the show, of course, but also yeah. working with you over the past three years. You will be very missed. And thank you very much for everything. And thank you for agreeing to do this as your goodbye to, good, <laughs> goodbye to us all. And uh, I think on that note, we will wrap things up. Thank you very much, Pragya. And thank you, uh, students and parents. And join us next time. That's all for today's episode of Dear Applicants. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you found the content valuable and insightful. If you'd like to learn more about our guests or the topics we discussed, be sure to check out our show notes for links and further resources.